I just like that I have the power, you know? For once, the guy has the power. Because Alex <laughs> is always in the mood. I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we are your hosts. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That was a good intro. Anyways, what's going on? What's up? Nothing. I'm on my like 18th cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Cranked out. I actually don't know how many cups are in our percolator, but I feel like not enough. So th- I'm actually not on my 18th cup. I think I'm just on like my second or third. But well, in- we've talked about it, though. We're, we're not really sure how many scoops you're supposed to put in it. Is it... A heaping scoop or is it like a little scoop and is it a scoop per cup because if it's a scoop per cup <laughs> i've done 12 heaping scoops because our percolator holds heaping. 12 cups i just i just feel like coffee isn't cutting it anymore <laughs> i need to start doing <laughs> drugs. harder stuff <laughs> yeah i love coffee man i go to sleep just so excited to drink coffee the next day it's that's called why an addiction. you fall asleep yeah exactly <laughs> that's called addiction <laughs> but i need it i'm very jealous of you that you've already worked out this morning Oh, right. That's true. You haven't. You still have to do things. I know. That's the worst when like you're putting it off and then you're like, I still have to do this. Though, if I know I have a lot to do, like at the end of the day, I should work out midday because it does give me energy later. If I work out in the morning, I'm just dead. It depends because sometimes it's nice to break up your day. But other times, like if I'm on a roll, I can't I'm not going to stop working just to work out. You should definitely work out in the morning. Get everything done. (sighs) This is why I need to wake up at 5 a.m. Someone, one of our listeners gave us a recommendation, gave me a recommendation for a book to read. I need to read it. What is it? It's like uh, the 5 a.m. club or something like that. Let me look it up. It is the 5 a.m. club. So thank you for the recommendation. I have thank not. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I have not read it, but I do. I do need to read it. I'm going to actually buy it from Amazon today. You don't today. have to wake up at 5 a.m. 6.30 is good. I know, but like I want to because I just feel like I am so much more productive in the morning. You're angrier towards me. I need you to get. Sleep. What? I need you to have full sleep. Well, time. that's because if I don't go to bed early too. Like if I go to bed at midnight and then I'm up at six thirty or six, like I need a, a solid seven and a half, eight hours. If I don't get that Agree, same. If I don't get that, then I'm not a happy camper. But that's what I mean. You have to go to bed earlier. Just nap. You know what I did get? What? One of those sun lamp alarm clocks. Uh, what is that? It like just brightens up the room. Yep, mm-hmm. it, it will wake you up as if like the sunrise is waking you up. What's the sound? I I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I I just feel like my cell phone. It's too easy to shut the alarm off, and it just it's not doing it for me. Like even if I put it on the other side of the room, I will shut it off and sprint back to bed. Like me in my sleepy state. I feel like wait. Okay, one, does the alarm clock, how do you shut it off? I don't know. I haven't gotten it yet. You just yeet that thing (laughs) out the room? You know what we should get is actually clocky. I wanted it as a kid. It's an alarm clock that has wheels, and it, it, like jumps off of your dresser or your uh nightstand no. and and like will hide <laughs> and like you have to chase it around so that you do wake up that you know sounds what terrible. that's what i'm gonna get clocky i feel like you're on like an amazon purchasing oh spray yeah right now I am. like boxes on boxes random stuff well i'm planning a bachelorette though so i feel like a lot of decor it's like a themed bachelorette and I'm not going to find most of the stuff in stores. So Amazon is just the easiest place to get like all the little knickknacks that I need. Right. 
Oh, whatever. Whatever you got to get. And it's so convenient. Like, number one, I hate shopping in person. Right. It's just like, it's a waste of time. I don't like being around people. How convenient to just do it from home. You don't like being around people. You fucking strangers, love being around strangers. people. Strangers. I don't like being around you strangers. You love talking to strangers. Okay. Um, I mean. You're like. Chow, 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 okay. Chow, chow, chow. But that's like in a setting where I'm okay to talk to people. Right. You have in to be in the store, right. Yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> No, I agree. It's like you have to be the right time and the right like mood. Yeah. Like if I'm out to eat with my parents, I don't want to be like awkwardly interrupted or something. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I just like feel weird. No, it's you're you're talking about like specific people because like at your parents clubhouse, like the geriatrics will come over. <laughs> it was very awkward. Very nice people. But it was like and well, no, I was, and like it's, just trying to eat my, my no, meat. And it's because they introduced themselves to us for like the first time. But we've met them at least 10 times. <laughs> Right, right. They never remember us. Like, yep, yep. Met like, you oh, here. It's so nice to meet you. I'm like, sweetest I've... people, though. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know why I think, too? It probably reminds you of work. <laughs> like, it gives oh, you yeah. a little PTSD. At the nursing home, yeah. like, Mr. Smith, uh, I've worked with you every day now for the past two weeks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's because you're on, like, high alert. You're like, any one of these motherfuckers could go down <laughs> at any second. Right. <laughs> I need to update my CPR. Speaking of that. Do you want to practice on me? Oh, I'll snap that sternum, girl. Yeah, you tell me that and just the visual of that makes Oof. me cringe. I know. That's terrible. Did um, you see the TikTok? Oh, I showed it to you. The TikTok of the girl who saved her girlfriend's grandma. <laughs> yeah, dude, grandma. that was an awesome video. <laughs> yeah. It was like she said it was like feeling like she won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I'll have to find it. If I can find it, I'll put it on our story. Right. R remind me to do that. Okay, put TikTok on story. Got it. <laughs> All right, highs and lows. I want to go into my low real quick before I forget. Okay. No, no, I'm going to go into my high real quick because it kind of goes with Alex's Amazon purchases. Our garage was not painted when we bought it. It just had like the fire strips on it. So we painted it and then I put Alex's Peloton bike out there, got her weights out there. So you got a little workout room. Um, but with Alex's purchases, she just, my low to that is she just bought like two mirrors for $900. Like oh, gym yeah. mirrors she wants to put in the garage. Well, okay. Because my thing is if we're going to do something, we're not going to half-ass it. So like everything's out there. I'm like, now this is a gym now. We're making this a gym. So when I was looking online for wall mirrors, you have to get ones that aren't going to look like funhouse mirrors. Because if you get cheap ones, they're not going to look good. That's 240 pounds. What the fuck? What, how are you going to put know. that up? But they're going to be beautiful. And they also are like anti-shatter. So I don't know if I could like throw a weight at it. But it basically says, you know. I broke a weight. I, I broke a mirror if once. If they get hit, they won't shatter. Two things with that. One, I just every time we buy more shit, I feel like it's just more we have to move. When we eventually move out no, of here. No, I feel like the mirrors we would probably keep there or what we bring with that depends, bus. Depends if we have a garage. Yeah, I get I Also, like, I don't understand why you need to make a gym out of the garage when we have our complex gym, like, literally 70 feet from our apartment. Our apartment, our house. Because why would I walk into the cold? When you could be cold in the garage. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bought a <laughs> right. little heater. little heater. By the time that thing heats up, you're going to be done with your workout. I get so sweaty, though. The garage actually gets really warm. Well, I, I'm just a I'm just a hot you're person. You're, base, yeah. you're the heater. You didn't need a heater. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, random going back to the shattering of the mirror. Wait, oh. so your low is that I bought mirrors? No, no, no. Well, that's a little low. That's not my real low. Oh, what's your real oh, low? Oh, my real low? Wait, let me tell the mirror story real quick. Oh. I was at the gym. I think it was a Gold's gym. Got my headset in. <gasps> I was doing some weights. And, Wait, I think I know this. And you, and you know, like the where you 
the uh, weight rack. Yeah, they're like the little C cups. C cups. Like they're like the shape of the C. Oh, that you put the weights on. Yeah. Well, they were really heavy. I was tired. I was like, mm, like put the weights back up, and I'm walking. I'm walking back. And my music's blasting, and people are like pointing and looking, like, "Oh my god!" and like tapping on me. I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. I lifted those weights." And I turn around. I f- the weight fell off the back and shattered one of like the massive wall mirrors. See, because they didn't spend a lot of money on nice mirrors like I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Right. Well, thank they, God. They got the cheap mirrors. That's oh, why. My God. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't have to pay for it because I had no money. Oh, my God. What? I guess that's like got to be part of, you know, a yeah. liability. Like, you don't know. Like, it, it was that, an accident. Part of that $20 a month How membership. embarrassing, though. See, and that would be enough for me to not go to the gym anymore. It was pretty awkward. Have you seen the TikToks, though, where some people are doing, like, squats and their pants rip? Like, this one girl on TikTok I saw she was doing... uh. I don't know if it was at like a CrossFit or something, but her leggings literally ripped right down the middle. I'm like, I would just have to leave. <laughs> and I I'm ne- out. Yep. New gym. New <laughs> not, gym, new not- me, new pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, my real low is two days ago taking Kobe out. He never does this. Uh, I only have one poop bag. I'm like, fuck it. You know what? He's fine. Go out there. This dude takes a heaping shit. I- Alex and I are trying to figure out, we give Kobe a cup of food in the morning. He's and a like 50 cup of pounds. Food at night. And I think that's what he's supposed to have. Just that. Yeah, he is. But I mean, he's taking some serious shits. I don't think he's eating. You know anything. what though? Like, is he, is it when he gets treats like at your parents? Maybe like we don't give him treats. Like, is it because he's eating other things? Like, I don't think he's eating that much more. No, I can't tell. He has so much skin. I can't tell if he's fat or not. He's not fat. But when he sits, he has a lot of neck rolls. Just like, like father, like son. <laughs> I was going to say like mother, like son. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But so Kobe takes a shit. It's a big one. Big one. You know, you, you take the bag, you grab it, and then you pull the bag inside out. Well, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tie this bag because I don't know. He's at, you know, something. I had some intuition about it. I'm like, I don't know if he's done yet. Takes another heaping shit. You only had one bag. I only had one bag. And like, I wasn't going to leave it there because I'm all about you pick your dog shit up. You know, there's some people in our neighborhood, like the dogs are shitting on the sidewalk. Like, but there, the there is never a worse feeling, though, when you don't have a bag because I'm like, I have all the good intentions. But sometimes you just run into those situations where like you just don't have an extra bag. Oh, I know. Especially with this fucking shitter. He shit so many times. Oh, that's crazy. If- like father, like son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so- Truly. So he shits and I'm like, all right, well, the bag, you know, I can't do the pull in, pull out method again. Because, oh, hey, okay. hey. So I'm like, I'm taking the, I'm taking the bag and I like, put it over the poop and I'm trying to like shovel it in the bag <laughs> and I got some of it in there. I didn't get it all. And I take a stick and I move it and then I go to tie the bag and there's shit all over the bag and there's poop all over my hands. I'm like, dude, this is fucking terrible. I should have left it, yeah. but I have morals. And character. And I knew that See, I would be pissed if someone didn't pick the dog It's not like morals for me. It's more like the social anxiety of if someone saw me not pick up Kobe's poop, that's There's so many windows. Be. So many yeah. windows looking down on yep. where the dog station oh my, is. I mean, I mean, I have done that. I've literally stood and looked to make sure that someone has picked up their dog shit It was shit almost before. like midway through a podcast. You're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Pick that shit up. But no, I understand though. Sometimes you just run into a rut and you just don't, you know, know. You don't have a bag. So that's my high, my low. Well, wait, what was your high? The the garage, fixing the garage up. Oh, oh. It's nice. It looks good. All right. Well, my low uh, might be uncomfortable for you, John, but it's also uncomfortable for me. Sometimes people's uh, sex drives are not always aligned, but 
The issue that I run into is that when my sex drive is like higher and I want to, you know, do the dirty it's to the John. It's the chase, Alex. Okay. When you don't want me, that's when I want you. And when you want me, that's what I don't it's want. It's so you. true. It's so true. So not everyone's sex drive is lined up again. You said it's the chase. You want what you can't have. So whenever <laughs> I want you, it's only because you you want the, you want nothing to <laughs> do with me. Because it's mandatory. Yeah. It's because you want nothing to do with me. But I just, sometimes I Alex just feel will like. literally say, shut up. We'll be over soon. Yeah, sometimes I <laughs> I just feel like you look so miserable where I'm like truly questioning myself. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong here? Because you really look like you just can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> and I'm like, John, what? Because your body is telling me something different. But your hey. face, your face, I'm your face says it all. Think of like a happy place. <laughs> you look like you're disconnecting and you're. you're oh my <laughs> That's my low. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I still do what I'm told. You know what I'm saying? I'll just leave it there. Well, I just feel like when I don't feel like like my sex drive is as high as yours, I'm a good participant. Right. Yeah. I am. Like, okay. at least I play the part. And I'm like, I'm happy. Well, you're always happy. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I Anyway, that's my I just love. like that. I just like that. I have the power, you know, for once the guy has the power because Alex is always in the mood. I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> And then my high, let's see what my high is. Oh, my high is, I don't think I said this, even though I found out a few weeks ago, my brother and sister-in-law are expecting again, which takes the pressure off of us. Amazing. But it is the first Bye. boy. They are having a boy. And that, like, I, That's I, awesome. I cried when I found out. I was so excited. So they have a little girl and she just turned a year. And then I think they're due in June. And then we'll have a boy in the family. That's awesome. Out of like for them and for us. So many girls. There's We're not a spoil the shit out of those. There's two. not a single none of my cousins have girl I mean, none of my cousins have boys. They all have girls. So this is the first boy. I can't wait to get him one of those like power wheels. We should get them both. We should get Olivia a power wheel. Yeah. And it's not power wheel, okay? If you're gonna say it, pow say it. power wheels. Power wheels. It's like the souped up. I remember like the old Bigfoot one or like the red Jeep. That's what I had, the red Jeep. And then we can like pimp it out and also take the thing off so you can go as fast as you want. Do they make things like that for adults? Like not a golf cart, but you know what I mean? Like something that's just like yeah, that way battery operated. Drive it down to the mailbox and back. Yeah. That'd be like nice. something that'd that we could fit in, but you know, that could like carry our weight. I feel like they should make those for adults. They should. Just I'll just the, cruise around here. The, that's what I'm saying. We've got nice pavement now. Like you talk about me not wanting to walk to our gym. I would take a cruiser down there. <laughs> we could race. We could just yeah. drink and drive in our neighborhood, just cruise around. Well, when we do go there together, we do race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our neighbors probably are like, what What the fuck are these siblings doing? <laughs> uh, we're, we're cray cray. Okay, let's jump in. Al, who is our guest today? Our special guest this week is Christy. She is the host of her own podcast, Sass Says, where she discusses all things mental health, therapy, marriage, parenting. She has real conversations with real people. They're in-depth about mental health, self-care, and ultimately she just gives you tangible tools, which I feel like a lot of advice podcasts don't give you like usable tools that you could put into action. And so that's like what I love about her and her podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Christy. Christy. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited. 
We're so excited to have you. (laughs) Alex, you were the first guest on my show, and now you're the first podcast that I'm a guest on. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're burned in my brain. (laughs) I did not know that we were your first, like, that we're your first podcast guest, like, on our show. Like, you know what I'm saying? I am honored. Yes. Super honored. I'm excited. (laughs) Exciting. So... I have something I saw on your website and I love this little tagline. I'm not a therapist, but I have one and you should too. I think that is like so true and so genius. So what made you feel like you needed therapy? Like what was the peak point that you were like this diving is, right in? Yeah. Listen, yeah, this in. is what I need. Yeah. We're just diving I, right in. We're, we're going straight, yeah. <laughs> giving it out to everyone straight. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I just overwhelmed. I was completely overwhelmed. A lot of things happened in a short period of time. My husband and I, we moved states. We moved in with my parents. Oh boy, Uh, we we know that life. (laughs) Yeah, we got married. We had a kid. I completely changed careers. I unfortunately, we lost my sister-in-law at a young age to cancer. I was pregnant again. And I just, I was overwhelmed. And you know what? I had the misunderstanding that therapy was only for someone who has experienced a quote unquote societally accepted trauma for someone who has a lot of mental health issues or challenges in that way. And I didn't know that it could just be for anyone. So where did that shift come from though? Like, how did you figure out like, this is for people who are normal, like everyday problems that we deal with? Yeah. My mom's friend actually was on a podcast and she was talking about, it's a business podcast. And she was saying one of the biggest tools in my toolbox for my business is my therapist. And she was like, my husband, we're great. My kids are great. My business is thriving, but I go to therapy once a week and hash out client issues. I hash out money issues. It's a sounding board. And I was like, oh, I like sounding boards. I need a sounding board. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can see a therapist. Like I it just never even occurred to me as an option. Mm-hmm. So was there so. someone in your, like, so your mom told you about it. Yeah. And That's, then, yeah. That was, so that was kind of the start of you so, being open to the idea of going to see a therapist. So how did you find one? Like, what was your next step? Cause I feel like that's the scary part for a lot of people is where do I go? How do I know that I'm not a good therapist? Because there's so many options out there. Yeah. I'm lucky in the sense that I am able to get one through my insurance. I just, and I didn't know that to begin with. So I just went on my insurance company website, like search providers, literally found one, the first name that I don't know. You know how you just like go by a name. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even see a picture. I just like, saw this her name. like a nice name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw her name, looked at her website and I did that thing where I was like, oh, she kind of looks like me. Yeah. And I called her and that was it. I got lucky. We hit it off right away. Um, but it can be kind of like dating. It can be a process of yeah. sort of feeling each other out and yeah, you need that rapport and that trust with the therapist, I think is probably the most important thing. So you would say like, you don't have to go with the first person just because like definitely, definitely not. How comfortable you are. Like, you know, like if you feel that comfort with someone, you're like, Oh, it's there. Like, I, I like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's certain aspects of my life that she let me know early on that she just understands. Like I, she has a kid, you know, she, mm-hmm. 
anytime something motherhood related would come up and, you know, she would just look at me like, yeah, I get it. You don't have to fully explain that. Keep going, you know, and there's comfort in that. And there's, um, validation that comes with that as well. Definitely You're- date your therapist, a lot <laughs> of therapists, not all, but some will give a consultation call, a free consultation call just to make sure and see if you guys drive. Um, but call around. Would yeah. Be, yeah. So how long ago was this? This was about two years ago. And now are you, if you don't mind me asking, are you still going like continuously? Like twice a week, John, (laughs) twice a week. And you know what though? And I think I've said this in past episodes where it's also like a tune up, you know, you go in there and you're kind of just unraveling like what's going on and trying to get back on the the path. Well, we've spoken about this in several episodes in the past, how there has been this shift in what therapy actually like means to people, because I think it used to be kind of like online dating, like, oh, you're going, yeah. Like, yes, because this is last resort. Like you need help. Like same thing with online dating. Like you're only going on there as a last resort because you can't meet people in the wild. And now it's the norm. And it's like, you're going on for maintenance. That way you have the tools to use running into certain situations and just for, you know, overall upkeep of your mental health. So how have you seen personally a change in your life? Like, is it communication tools that you have? Like what, it, what has the shifts been for you? Yeah, it's, it's such a big, that's a big question, but, <laughs> but yes, I mean, I, at first I really was, I gotta be honest, a little resentful because I was seeing all the work that I was doing on myself and I was seeing how that was playing out mostly and initially with my marriage and my parenting. And I started to feel like, gosh, why do I have to be the one doing all this inner work and, you know, working on my communication style and and I was bitter. I was like, what the heck? But then you start to actually see the results. I could see my daughter, my kids responding to me differently. I could see how I like right in front of me, what would have been an argument with my husband just wasn't. And once you start to have those experiences, one, two, three, four, five, six times, you're like, oh, (laughs) this This is is the best thing ever. (laughs) And why wouldn't I do this for my family? Why wouldn't I do this for myself? So I think that, yes, in my marriage, the communication, the type of communication, um, also just being able to put words to what used to just be all these feelings and thoughts in my head, I didn't realize were anxiety. I didn't realize were depression. And so once I was in therapy and able to put words to it, it was a lot easier for us to be on the same page about Mm -hmm. what I was thinking, what I was feeling. And then in return, I think it allowed a space for him to open up as well. Um, And then parenting, totally. Having kids is like, it's more about parenting yourself than it is your kids. And with, with each phase that they're in, it does bring up some stuff from your past, from your own childhood, right. and being able to work through that with another adult and not having to work through it with your kid is, right. is really big. So, but I love and, what and you, you know said. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And the only other thing I was going to say is I would not have a podcast. I wouldn't be sitting here with you if not for therapy, like she really helped me figure out what I want to do with my life and what I want to say in the world. I'm sure going, it was just you, was it you initially, or did you ever consider couples therapy or was it just you to, to start? It's only ever been me. Okay. So I'm thinking of this kind of like 
going to the gym, like you're doing the work on yourself, but by you being a positive influence, because you're doing the inner work, it kind of like pours out into others. So did your husband notice that? And he was like, did he have questions? Was it a visible difference for him to notice in you? I would have to say without asking him that (laughs) there, I would hope there's visible differences, but I absolutely know. And I've made a point to point them out to him. (laughs) you know, after the fact, like, remember there would have been a time where that would have been an argument, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it just wasn't. And, and, and I'm thinking of the the tiniest of things. I, I think the biggest thing, if I could sum up that experience with him is that so much of what I think generally we experience in a relationship as being challenging is actually in our own heads. Um, and aside from obviously communication and, and things like that, but a lot of the things that I would get crazy about were things that were going on in my head, things that I was assuming he was thinking, assuming he wasn't insinuating or intending or meaning. And when I could really think about them on my own, it just was like, oh, all right, I'll deal with this. Yeah, so that's like those people say the story I'm telling myself is, and it's like, it might not be the actual truth, but your brain can have the negative self-talk or just assume these things. And it's like, what are you telling yourself? Is this, are these facts or is this just like this story that you're making up in your head? Yeah. Yeah. He really didn't have, to be honest, a lot of interest though. Um, He, he was like, I don't want to go with you. Okay. If at one point you ask me to, I will, but Mm. you know, do your thing is basically what it was. I can see that, I guess, as far as, but do you feel like that's because you still have some like negative connotation about like what that means? Like therapy? I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably everyone needs therapy and it's always good to have like a tune up. I'm like, yes, (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's kind of just like, I think I need to come to like self-realization and figure out that something may or may not be an issue that I should get looked at, I guess. I don't know. I guess kind of, how do I want, I I think I feel your discomfort. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Spewing. But I also think, I don't know, maybe it's just a guy thing too, because it's like, not that it's a hit on their masculinity, but for whatever reason, like they're maybe not as comfortable honing into those feelings and like, I'm not, (laughs) yeah, well, that's a societal issue. I think you've been going to break down those walls. Yes. Like guys have been raised to feel like tapping into their emotions or thinking about their emotions or talking about their emotions is not okay. You know what would happen? I would have to wait until something actually happened bad or drastically for me to end up going to therapy. Like I wouldn't try to figure out the problem before, before it becomes a big issue. I would probably end up waiting until that's backwards. Is it not? I I know, but at this point I would say I'll take it. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, like if you, if, if you go at some point, because something's happened, I would still say that that's better than trying to get through every challenge life's going to throw at you on your own. Mm -hmm. But again, I think that if you're in a relationship and your partner is not wanting to go to therapy, I think, I don't think that you shouldn't go for yourself if that's something that you want to do. Because again, I think you learning these tools and having your communication toolbox, your mental health toolbox, you can also make a difference in your relationship just because of things that you've learned. I totally agree. Also, it's tough because you're bettering yourself by doing that. And like, if I saw Alex doing that and she wanted me to go, that'd be a different story. Would I do it on my own? No. But like, if you're betting yourself and you're bettering our relationship, like I need to, it takes two to tango. Like I need to do something too. Yeah. He's, it's not his thing. 
Yeah. And it sounds like still... we're going after your husband. Where is he? Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know of one person that was able to kind of convert their husband who she started and he did the same thing. He's like, I will not do this. No, no, no. Go do your thing. And she's like sneakily, like little by little, he'll just like come to her and be like, so are there guy therapists? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, also I will say that like, even though I'm, I think guys should absolutely go to therapy. I think that women definitely hold in a lot more. Like you guys, like maybe won't express your emotions or actually think about them, but like you can compartmentalize. And just what we were saying before, we will, we're crazy. I will fucking come up with like this crazy story in my brain. And I think sometimes you just have to spew it out. And then when you say it out loud to someone else, you're like, oh, actually that is a little bit cray cray. That's not what was going on. Like I, that's something in my head. And I'm just saying like, I like to talk. And so maybe that's just why like therapy is an easier outlet for women because that's just some, that's a way that we can, you you have to bottle stuff up. That's so bad for you. That's what I'm saying. We got to break down that stigma that like, it's, you know, guys, just, just talk can't to me. Tell, me. tell me what's wrong. Tell me what's what's the problem. Well, more than half of my sessions are just me venting. Yeah. And I mean, truly, because the difference between venting to a therapist and venting to a friend or a family member is that I can, I don't have to hold a single thing back. It's unbiased. I don't, Yes. And I, you know what? I don't have to worry about hurting the person's feelings who I'm mm-hmm. talking to. I don't have to worry about it. Whatever I say, affecting their opinion of the Where person I'm talking around. Yeah. Right. I can say every shameful, <laughs> embarrassing thought and detail and emotion that I have. And being able to say that out loud is so freeing. freeing. Yes. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, I bet. So what is something that you current self would have told your past self or like some piece of advice. If you were to tell your past self, what would you say? Yeah. I mean, the biggest one for me was just getting to the point of asking and accepting help. Um, whether that was with a therapist or my family, my friends, um, I had this glamorized sort of idea of what I thought being a wife and mother was, and I saw it as superwoman and doing everything and being capable of everything. And if I wasn't, then there was something wrong with me, um, or that I was failing in some way. And it's a lot, it's a lot trying to run a house, have a career, have kids, have a husband. You guys are needy. You know, it's like a lot of work (laughs) having one of you and, you know, having it, all together all the time. It's just not possible. Mm -hmm. And I needed to ask for help sooner. Yep. Delegate. We've we've slowly been trying to learn how to do that as well. And we don't even have kids. I I think we talk about that all the time. Like we don't have kids and our lives are crazy. And like, I could not imagine how crazy it would be if we had a little thing in our life. Well, and that's why people say it takes a village, like, especially when you have kids, but like, even in situations like us, like where we don't, but we pile on things onto our plates. Like you have to delegate and it's okay to ask for help, but it's a vulnerable place. And Mm -hmm. so again, what have you, like, what are some tools in therapy that you've learned? Like maybe when it comes to asking for help? Yeah. So I think that we're, we're sort of dancing around self-care when I was really feeling underwater, so to speak with all of my responsibilities, people just kept telling me like, don't forget to take care of yourself. Put yourself first. If mom's not okay, nobody's okay. And I was like, great. How? <laughs> you right. Know, like, when? 
<laughs> I can't even breathe. I can't even take a shower. Like, what are you talking about? And so, um, some of the things that I've worked on are, I added, this is going to sound silly, but I added, uh, my Google calendar as like a widget on my phone. And so it's like this bigger square. It's like makes, it looks like, like four apps put together is about the size. And I now go in and this was a suggestion from someone on my show, Dr. Holly to actually schedule time for myself, put it in the calendar and I color code it. And the time for myself is red. So whether it's a workout or it's reading or it's housewives, it's on my calendar and Mm -hmm. it doesn't always work out, but it's there. And so I can look forward to it. And if I can make it happen, I do. Um, The other thing is, with working out and, and moving, and this goes along with all my mental health messages, um, Jax Anderson suggested this one to me. She sets an intention for her, for her exercise. Is this exercise for my mental health or my physical health? Because when it was all about physical, sometimes I didn't want to do it. Sometimes I didn't want to push as hard. And you know what? For those of us with crazy lives, we need to move our body. We need to, we, you guys sit at a desk all day. I'm sure editing videos, like you have to get up and just move around. I love even it. If it's for 10 minutes. I love that you said like that. There's a difference though. There's a workout that's for your physical. Like, are you trying to bulk up and, you know, hit your PRs or are you just working out to move your body? Yep. Because even today I was on the, I was just like on the Stairmaster or on the treadmill on an incline. And I'm like going through emails and I'm like stressed. I'm like, this workout needs to be for me. Like, I am not here to just like try to do work while I'm working out. Like I'm going to put on a show that I want to catch up yeah. on while I'm doing my cardio. Yeah. And I had that moment where I was like, what is this? Like, what is a workout for me? Like it is me time. And I can't have me time if I'm still working. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. funny that you just said that though. Taking that mental break's important. I mean, me yeah. time is so important. We talk about that all the time. You have to slot some time out for yourself or you're going to go crazy. But it's you know? being intentional. And I think yeah. even you putting it in your calendar and having it highlighted, because if you miss that, you're looking back and seeing, I missed this. Like that right. is now a, a highlighted red moment that I should have and would have taken for myself, but I didn't. And it, it is noted. <laughs> yeah. And, and with having it scheduled, if I miss it, I just edit and reschedule. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like, oh, I blew it today. Okay, it's like, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm going to move it from one o'clock to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it still gets done. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that I do is I, you know, I kind of, I don't know, my house is always like a mess at the end of the day. So the kids usually, and sometimes my husband, which um, <laughs> I will look around and I'll say, what will tomorrow, Christy, be so happy is done. And what will she be okay with? That isn't. And cause you can't do it all every day, but you I and John will... are the same. John <laughs> plans everything the day before he does this coffee the day before yes! he puts out his clothes the day before Why you guys not? are the same. <laughs> Give yourself. And so you're not crazy the next day. That's what he says. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, the, I'm like, no, I'll do it the next day and stress myself out instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... there's just certain things. Like if I wake up to a dirty sink, I'll lose my mind. Yes. That however, have to go to bed with a clean house. Yes. Yeah. Alex wouldn't know because I'm the one cleaning the sink. Anyway, so <laughs> I have a question though. When, if you don't know anything about therapy or therapist and you're trying to find one, yeah. Are there specific therapists like, okay, I'm, you know, I, obviously for mental health, but like I'm going to go to this therapist because I have depression. I'm going to go to this therapist because I have anger. Or is it mostly like 
these therapists are just holistically kind of under the same umbrella. Like when you're going and dating your therapist, what are good questions to ask? Yeah, no, it, I think you can uh, definitely psychology today is a great resource uh, on their website with the therapists under it will list their specialties. Um, their website should also list their specialties. Um, but I think generally the, the questions that I would ask is, you know, what type of therapy are we going to be doing? And that doesn't necessarily mean give me the textbook answers, but like, if you're a person who wants homework every week, are you comfortable giving homework or I don't want any homework? Like ask them what it will look like tangibly to work with them every week. What is a session going to look like? What's it going to, how are we going to communicate with each other? Are we going to be in person? Are we going to be virtual? And as far as finding one, you know, like I said, psychology today is a great resource. I have a find a pro page on my site that as guests come on, therapists come on, I've listed them by state and what they specialize in because you do need someone licensed in your state. Um, but also I know there's a lot of other resources coming out now, like better health and things like that. I don't have a lot of experience. I've heard mixed reviews, but therapy can be challenging to get if you're paying. I got a pocket. Yeah. yeah. So those, sometimes those resources can be a great place to start or maybe just a way to dip your toe in. The other part of that question is, you know, something's going on, but you don't really know. You can't put your finger on it. Like, am yeah. I depressed? I don't know. Am I angry? I don't know. What are some of those specialties though? Besides like I specialize in anger management, I specialize in depression and anxiety. Like, what, do you know any others? Like can you list off one or two of them? Yeah. So for example, you might have someone who specializes in addiction or substance abuse, or right. and when okay. I say addiction, I don't just mean, you know, alcohol and drugs. You can have a shopping addiction. You can or have a workout addiction. addiction. You can have a workout. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts of um, eating disorder specialists. If you have body image struggles, you can work with someone who knows a lot about food and the body and, uh, or there's, there's a specific couples counseling, there's marriage counseling, there's specific divorce counseling. There's, if you have kids, there's therapists who specialize in working with families or working with teens or tweens. Um, you don't know generally finding someone that lists like behavioral anxiety, depression, um, is a good place to start, but I feel no, that's like great. Honestly, you saying those right there. I think that was very informative because I didn't even think about half well, of those. Like, wow. Because you're not like, you don't struggle with some of those things, but I feel but like I'm saying, if, I think people don't know what they're if, really yeah, feeling. But, but if you do read a list of certain things, I think exactly. it's like whatever speaks to you. So if maybe you're confused, maybe like look at a list and say like, I don't what, think confusions on there, but no, <laughs> no, she's saying like confused no, about what you <laughs> John, I'm, I'm watching a, Alex's uh, I'm about blood to boil to a divorce <laughs> therapist, <laughs> but or a communication therapist. Right. But no, I think that it's like whatever really speaks to you, like whatever you're struggling with, like yeah. you speak to the, a specialist in that. That's that's why I'm glad that there's a, a list out there because yeah. I feel like well, a lot and, of people don't know. And to our so. point earlier, you don't actually have to be experiencing any of those things to see a therapist. Correct. A lot of times it could just be maybe you're going through a transition. Maybe you're in a job that you know you hate, but you don't know what you want to do. Talk to a therapist. Maybe you're in a relationship where you're not sure if this is the guy or the girl for you or the person, and you don't know what to do or if it's right or wrong. See a therapist. This is going to sound really dumb, but when I met John and I swiped right on him on Tinder, his job description was occupational therapist. <laughs> and my roommate and I at the time were like, what is that? And we came to the conclusion that you speak to John, if you need therapy about your career 
Also, That's every amazing. time we watch Grey's Anatomy, Alex calls me Dr. John. I'm like, I'm not even close to that. Please, like, don't put your life in I my learned, hands I, ever. Then I learned what an occupational therapist really was. And I was like, oh, you're a doctor. He's like, no. So in layman's, in layman terms, basically, if you're looking for a therapist, you don't know what you really want to see a therapist for, but you want to go. Basically, can you go to a, a general therapist, like a primary care physician? You go yes. see your primary care physician, then they'll be like, oh, you need to see a urologist or you need to see a gynecologist, whatever, you know? And they'll, yep. I don't know why those are the two I picked. <laughs> but <laughs> you, example, you definitely need to go see the guy. Now, yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. Yes. Okay. Yes. P pick one. And you know what, like we're saying, date them and they'll say to you, you know what? I actually think you have something go going on. That is not my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Go see this person. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Perfect. People have the same problems. Like you're again, I think that a lot of times when you are dealing with something, it's really tough to talk about it because you think that you're going through it by yourself. Whereas a lot of people out there have the same struggles. So you started a podcast. What can people expect when they go to listen to your podcast, which is called SAS says when where, where'd you come up with the name? Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Okay. So SAS is a nickname given to me by Allie Hubschman. She, I went to high school with her and then lived with her in college. And she just started calling me SAS when really we would talk about generally guys and and I would just lay into them, lay into them or lay into her about them. And she just started doing this thing with her thumb and she'd be like, Sassarella, <laughs> like say it, you know? And, and I had a blog in college called Sasses and I just was where I would be what, what most people just called me was the blunt friend. It was just kind of my blunt alter ego of saying what no one else would. Um, so Sasses is my little alter ego, my my spiel. Love it. Um, yeah. And then the podcast is, you know, I, I'm a person that was interested in psychology. I'm interested in relationships. I am, was totally open to therapy and still had no idea it was for me. So going and learning as much as I had about the benefits, I was like, whoa, more people need to know about this. Um, and so I, I cover marriage, ambition. I cover body image. I cover pregnancy, parenting, and what I call the intangible, which is like manifestation, spirituality, and mindset. And my sort of my submission, aside from debunking misconceptions and stigmas about mental health and therapy is always asking the, but how oh, questions. Shit. John just spilled all of his coffee on the oh, no! one second. Oh my God. Just knocked it over. John, you really just cut her off. <laughs> this, my God, I would, I would show you. It is just now a giant stain on our carpet. Oh, no. But this is not shocking at all. Like we, when we lived in our old house in Raleigh, bought yeah. a brand new carpet. So what, like what, do you even need your coffee? Why are you reaching for it? Oh my God, it's a huge stain. <laughs> It's like the biggest stain I've ever seen in my life. It was a full cup. Don't worry about it. I can edit it all. So anyway, send me <laughs> the hyperlinks to the therapist because I'm going to need one literally right now. John, just leave oh, it. We'll John. get the stain out. We'll get the stain out. We'll, we're talking for 10 more minutes. We'll get the stain out. Get up. Oh, John. <laughs> well, at least, at least it sounds like he's the one who will clean it. <laughs> You will. Yeah. Will. Please continue. All right. So, so I, I, my, my kind of like main mission is to debunk misconceptions and uh, stigmas around mental health and therapy. And then the submission is really for me 
And that is to say, but how? So I was getting tired of hearing all the advice and all of the, uh, <laughs> Keep going. Um, but, but you know, it's like, how, how do we actually do these things? Okay. Like communicate with my husband, how, what right. do I say? Like, give me the real actionable tools and advice. Like, okay, take care of yourself. Great. How? So my show is talking to therapists, talking to coaches, talking to mental health experts, talking to women like you, Alex, who just have boots on the ground, lived experience in one of these avenues or areas that I cover and saying, okay, how do you do it? Mm -hmm. What should we do? And hopefully I, along with everyone listening, we're all learning and we can take little tidbits from everyone and be better people. <laughs> I love that because it's not a straight roadmap. It's not the same roadmap for everyone. So right. whether someone listens to episode two or seven and they pull different different nuggets from different people and say this might not work for me but this could work for me and I think exactly. that's kind of also like what therapy is good for like pulling what you know could work for you and your exactly. life because exactly. it's so true a lot of times like when you're learning something new and John is the question master, he just like loves to ask how or why or what. And I'm just like, figure it out. Like Google it. Um, you know, cause I'll tell him to do something and like clean the carpet that John just spilled. How are we going to clean this? John answer this question. I'm going to use that spray downstairs in the red <laughs> bottle. That's usually used for Kobe's feet, but it's, really, say, well, I it's breaking it down into tangible actions, as opposed to just a blanket statement of work really hard and you'll be successful. But totally. what does that mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and I was, and I, you know what? And I didn't like all like the, um, I was getting irritated by what I was seeing online of like all these just like overly, you know, pot, like just this, what is that phrase that people use now? Like the toxic positivity, like just be positive. No, yes. Like, how about yeah. no? Like, <laughs> or, you know, like there's do. TikToks right. out there, like quit your job and achieve your dreams. It's like, how? No, right. it's not, that's not the answer. <laughs> like people just exactly. don't, can't afford to do that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. if people want to find you, where can they find you? I am everywhere at Sass Says. My website is sasssays.com. I'm on social media everywhere at Sass Says. My podcast is Sass Says. I'm on all the platforms, Apple, Spotify, I don't know, Google, Stitcher, everywhere. <laughs> all the places. Well, Christy, it, wait, it was- Wait, oh. I'm going to put you on the spot. John, I'm like- Please no. do. If there's, if there's one piece of advice you can give, say, I mean, is there any specific- piece of advice you give your listeners ever with any of the episodes you've had, like something that's kind of resonated your with sign you? offline. Oh, that too. <laughs> I don't know that I have a sign offline. I, uh, I usually give my guests the sign offline, <laughs> but I don't Whether know, maybe marriage, uh, yeah. therapy, anything. Yeah. And I think that because this is feeling really relevant to me in the moment is that we all have mental health and it's real and you may not experience it just the same way as someone else or your partner, but it's really real for them. You can't see it the way you would an injury. You can't necessarily be diagnosed with it the way you can a disease, but we all have mental health and we all have challenges. And so if someone is expressing a need or a want or a struggle, take it seriously. And if you need help, get it. Yeah. Cause Ask help is it. out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really struggled with feeling like help was a failure for some reason. I don't know. I just, I think it's just that like type a always achieved, always done everything I needed to do. And it got too much. And it was like, what is this saying about me? If I can't do it all? It's like, no, it's saying you're human. 
Mm-hmm. That's okay. Again, I think it's a very vulnerable place to be in when you ask for help yeah. and realize again, that it is just a huge, it's a human trait. Everyone's dealing with something. <laughs> yeah. Something, something exactly. is going on with everyone, but there are people who have the same issues as you, but everyone has their own issues. We all yeah. have issues. <laughs> yeah. No, we're all, <laughs> we all that, that's exactly we're it. all like, flawed. Yeah. We all don't, none of us go through life expecting that no one will ever need to see a medical doctor. It's no different with your brain. It's no different so with your true. emotions. It's yeah. all the same. That, that could be so your true. next line on your okay. website. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> well, Christy, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. We will talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks guys. Bye. Take it easy. Well, it was so nice having her on. She's the best. The best. Shall we jump into our segment? Would, Would you, you rather? rather? You got one? Um, I did not find a great one, but it's all right. And I feel like, you know, it's a good one for you. Okay, John. Would you rather eat the same thing for every meal for a year? You know what? I'm going to change that for five years because that's a longer time. Or be able to eat whatever you wanted, but only once every three days. What about the other two days? What am I eating? So I don't get to eat anything for two days, but on the third day I get to eat what I want? Yeah. So I am literally like fasting. I'll eat the same fucking thing Actually, every day. That's a stupid question. Yeah, Do but only once every three days, eat whatever you want. Maybe it's saying like you can eat whatever you wanted. Like you could eat throughout those days, but only once. I don't actually sure, like that question. Sure, then fine, I'll do yeah, that. Wait. So I get to eat something different every third day, but the two days before <laughs> that, I got to eat the same thing. Sure, instead of eating the same fucking thing every day for five years. You know, I don't... No, that's your question. When I told You're you done. I didn't like this question, I meant it. Well, that's your question. No, 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 let me find something else. Okay, this is a dumb one, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. John, would you rather clean a toilet with your toothbrush... And you still have to use that toothbrush, Sean. Or clean a floor with your tongue. Shit. (laughs) That's a hard one. (laughs) How big of a floor are we talking? And what floor? Honestly, thinking of those. Which floor? Well, I mean. A bathroom floor. Around the toilet. Oh, my God. Those are both (laughs) terrible. Yeah. I pee on the floor all the time. I know because I clean the floor. It's in the middle of the night. It's like four in the morning. I wake up to pee. Leave me alone. Yeah, just... I can't see where I'm going. Turn the light on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I guess... I'm going to throw up. I guess it would have to be the toothbrush. (laughs) Because... You have to think. No. Of, no, you have to think about it. You know how long it would take me to lick the floor? Licking in the corners, licking all the crevices of the tiles. It would have... <laughs> It'd have to no. be the toothbrush. No. And I'd be like, a no, 30 second, John, because, shush, 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 because done. this is my argument why you should clean the floor with your tongue. It's because the- people poop on the floor. I've seen it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like our bathroom. Like you have to lick our bathroom up. I'm going to throw up. Our bathroom floor is not bad. There's probably right. my hair on the floor and Kobe's hair and your pee. That's probably the worst of it. Oh, man. You're getting COVID for sure. Yeah, but like, the toilet bowl with your toothbrush, there is left, like you're gonna get E. coli. E. coli. And think about like the nastiness under the brim. Okay, if it's just our bathroom, then fine. I'll lick the floor. Cause like where that toilet is in that little room, there's not much floor. I feel like the older I get, the more that I think about gross things, I, just, I can't yeah, keep it together. You're dramatic. That's I why. I gag. Like someone, I saw a TikTok the other day. It was about another podcast, Two Hot Takes. And she was talking about this like Reddit thread where someone was talking about how their boyfriend was feeding them slugs. I can't. 
I couldn't watch it. I couldn't finish watching it because I just couldn't stop gagging. <laughs> just the, I, we have to move You'd on. You'd be perfect in healthcare. Ask me. Literally, that is why I could never work in a hospital or be a doctor. It was never like poop, blood, or anything for me. It was always like the saliva that got me. Yeah. Not that, no, they would like pull out their dentures and you'd have like the saliva going from the mouth to the dentures. That's and why like, you love. They have all the food in the dentures. That's why you love when I wear my retainer. You got to clean the, with a tooth. I want to throw the fuck up every time. I'm like, Bill, come on, man. Come on. We got to, we got to chew and swallow all of our food, buddy. Oh God. All right. What's yours? Okay. Alex, would you rather have no friends at all, but be rich or have lots of friends, but be dirt poor? Um, I'd be really fucking lonely. And, and then I feel like if I was rich, I would have no real friends, which would make me not happy. So probably poor with friends because I have been there before. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. I really have no friends. <laughs> Give me all the money. Money makes happiness. My friends would probably hate me because I'd be like, Hey, I can't afford this, but but I'm coming along. You know, you just got to be a good time. Money gives you happiness. Whoever says it doesn't is a liar. To a point, but not really. I don't know. As I'd be pretty as, happy like, cruising have... on a private jet to some island. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I And still... just make fake friends. Make a bunch of acquaintances because you'd be traveling the world. But what? what's like the point of having a ton of money and like doing all those things? It's like you have no one to share those experiences with who like you enjoy. I don't know. If you feel guilty, give money to the poor then. It's not about feeling guilty. It's about like not having any real connections with people. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. All Good right. Song. Uh, now it's time for Give It To Me Straight. Will we answer all your burning questions? So someone, Claire, thank you for your suggestion, uh, said that we should do, because we met on Tinder, online dating horror stories Ooh. and so i feel like you know maybe we sub out once a month either give it to me like straight a question or would you rather yeah and just we like, just like whoever gives us one or the other we'll just go off of that there's just like so many segments on our podcast i just i can't handle them all i mean we could stop would you rather i'm starting to run out of good ones uh, well because no one sends us any right. but that's what i'm saying maybe once a month we can sub out the would you rather's for tinder or online dating how about we just keep stories. it you know you never know what you're gonna get that's true yeah yeah we'll keep you on your toes so it's either would you rather or it's a tinder or like online dating horror story yeah or it's a question you don't know you don't know next week we'll uh start it up all right so first, oh wait so you don't have one no no no. i don't have any like uh, so basically yet. If you i guys have anyone. horror stories i'll i'll, I'll put send that us, send us some on the ig story also okay uh, amongst many things. Okay, but first, uh, give it to me straight question. Oh, wait. I guess we should constantly be doing give it to me straight questions because that's what our podcast name yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll sub out the would you right, rather. Right, right. Okay, moving on. How to approach the subject of marriage counseling with your spouse? Oh, that's a perfect uh, question for today's to episode. Today's episode. Find what the problem is first <laughs> and, then, and then be like, listen, this is a problem. We need to talk to somebody about this problem. I feel like it has to be a problem that your partner realizes is an issue. Because if it's, if they don't think there's an issue, it's going to be hard to bring up a... Yeah, that's a good point. It's like something that you guys have had repeat conversations about and there have been no changes. Like, let's say your finances or maybe you guys don't know how to argue healthy, healthily. Is that a word? Healthily? Healthy. Healthy. H have um, a healthy argument. There you go. <laughs> um, 
you know, something like that. I just feel like it's something that you guys know is an issue in the forefront and it shouldn't be a shock. I mean, if it is, then you guys have to work on your communication. But I just communication. think communication. But honesty is the best policy. I think if it's something that you have been thinking about and it's only going to benefit you guys and just say like, hey, I think that we should try this. It's something that we have been trying to work on and clearly it's not working between the two of us. Maybe we need to introduce a third party and just say like, let's just try it. It doesn't you know, there's no strings attached and just like see how it goes. I agree. Yeah. So because from a guy's perspective, I would be totally caught off guard if like I didn't think we have any issues. You know, like we should go to couples therapy when something's been bothering you for a long time. I'd be like, yeah. what? Right. So I think it's something that you have either had a conversation about before. So it's not going to be a complete surprise. But if it is, again, you have to do what you think is best. But it's all about communication and honesty. So question number two. My fiance and I are recently engaged, but we've been together for a little over four years, so we were pretty comfortable with each other's families. However, his family is very traditional, conservative, polite, and reserved, while I am very much the opposite. Oh, you join right in with us. <laughs> they have made comments about my tattoos, the way I dress, and I'm sure more. I've talked to my fiance about how this makes me feel shitty, but he doesn't seem to think it's that big of a deal and tells me to just ignore them because they're, in his words, crazy. But I find myself changing my clothes, style, hair, etc. when I'm around them to try to seem more traditional and put together. Is this unhealthy or is it okay to edit yourself to avoid the awkwardness of in-laws? How much editing is too much and how can I feel comfortable around them while not feeling like I'm hiding who I am? I'm going to say be who the fuck you are and be unapologetic about it, because if you feel confident, that's all that matters. If you if you love how you look and that is who you are and how you want to be perceived in the world, like you should own it. But I think that sometimes other people will make comments because they feel like it's out of what you know, is the norm for them and it makes them uncomfortable. But it's either you let those comments roll off of your shoulder because again, you're confident in like what you're wearing or maybe it does make you feel uncomfortable and then you do change to whatever their standards are. But I still don't, I still think that you shouldn't lose sight of who you are. Like if it makes them uncomfortable, like that's on them. The only thing I'm going to say about this <laughs> is how much are you willing to battle this? Is it that big of a deal? How much of a deal are you going to make this? Because you're not going to change these parents' mind. They're traditional older adults. Can't teach old dogs new tricks. How much do you love your fiance? Are you willing to battle this? Mm, I, I think we can agree to disagree What on I'm this. saying about that is the ball's in your court for conflict resolution. But like, why can't they it, just accept? Just, why can't they just accept though that people are who they are? And just because I have tattoos and maybe wear like outlandish earrings doesn't make me any doesn't change my personality. Like just because my looks might make you feel uncomfortable, fucking deal with it. Okay. So if they're not going to budge, which it sounds like they're not going to budge, what's your next step? Sure. Your first step is address it, how they make you feel. It's not right. I agree. Then they don't, they keep doing it and they don't change. What's the next step? Because it's in your court, what you're going to do about it. You seem like you're the one you're acknowledging that there's an issue. You have that cognitive insight that like, something's gonna have to give i'm not saying go out of your way to make someone else feel uncomfortable like if they're i'm not bothered. saying make a statement i'm saying but i am saying like how are you gonna fix this and that's how what she's asking now like, too why is it something that like needs to be fixed it's just that like they have unrealistic expectations of like everyone should look a certain way and i'm sorry that's just not how the world works i like, think you're like you're giving a response of 
just being on the defensive the whole time. Yeah, because if someone came at me because of like what I was wearing and if it made me it's feel not, good. Like- it's, I know, it, but it's not like a random person or anything. Like these people are about to be in your life forever. If you can't change their mind, what are you going to do? Also, like I feel like sometimes parents just say shit like do they actually care that much like i i know that my mom has made some off the wall comments like or like my grandma for instance that like don't she doesn't think are gonna hurt someone's feelings but it's just like you said because older people are kind of like stuck in their ways and they think that like and i just i i don't think that they mean it maliciously i just oh i'm i'm sure they mean it maliciously some of them no (laughs) yeah i don't know basically it's like in the end you're gonna have to be the bigger person as shitty as that sounds i don't know though because i'm trying to think like if your mom was like your hair is too long like you should cut it i'd be like i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying like right i'm just trying to think in like terms of like how i look if someone had a comment about that like i would i would be pissed I'd be like, no, I'm not changing my appearance because of what you think is right or your standard of like what beauty is. I I get that. But if you're seeing these people once in a while, so you have to dress a little more conservatively, then fucking do it. No, don't do it. We're agreeing to disagree. I hope you're then you know what? I hope you guys have a really strong relationship (laughs) because you're going to be having a battle for the rest of your life. Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I just and I want you to know that I am not siding with the parents by all means. But I'm fast forwarding through this argument you're going to have with them where nothing changes because they're not going to change. And then I'm like, then what? I'm on to the next step. Be you. Be who you are. This, You know, <laughs> that was a really good question. That is such a tough. Yeah. You're in a tough spot. I don't know. Good luck. I would be flipping everyone off. I'd be like, fuck you. Fuck you. I am myself. <laughs> don't change me. <laughs> Basically, just you're going to have to get a new fiance (laughs) no no no. well good luck with that we didn't help you at all (laughs) that was tough so normally we would do a third question but this podcast episode is already (laughs) too long so we are going to wrap it up now thank you so much for your kind reviews keep leaving oh wait yeah let's read off a review real quick and then we're done tell me when to stop stop this is from Liz, binge listen to every episode today. So real, honest, and relatable. Loved them all and cannot wait for the next episode. Thank you, Liz. Yeah, thanks, Liz. And if you guys want to leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. Uh, five stars only, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, you can reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com. You can find us at give it to me straight podcast on Instagram and give it to me straight on TikTok. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.